What's good, everybody? It's your man, The Voice, Trackstar Sports Correspondent for MMA, bringing you the AAA MMA Report. The AAA MMA Report is a report that I'll be putting out weekly on feeder leagues for the UFC, Bellator, and the Professional Fighters League. Oftentimes, I will highlight people that have made names. Either they have fought in one of the three leagues that I just spoke about. They may have been on Tough or Dana White's uh, Tuesday Night Contender Series, uh, Fightmaster, different places like that. With that being said, uh, Baby Monster Valdir Arujo, who was who is a tough alum, beat fellow Brazilian Adriano Capitolino by unanimous decision on Titan FC 45, which took place last Friday. Karina Dam lost a split decision to Jessica Rose Clark on that same card, and tough alum Demarcus Jackson picked up an arm triangle victory. Rob Turnquist picked up a scarf hold armbar over Taylor Crawl. Now, if you're not familiar with either of these people, I wasn't either before the fight. However, Rob putting that scarf hold armbar, number one, hadn't really seen one pulled off before. Secondly, uh, Taylor Crawl is a beast because anyone who follows MMA or jujitsu you know that uh, when you're in a hold and that hold is applied properly and there's no way out of it, you either tap or it's going to snap. And Taylor didn't tap. Ugh. Uh, if for some reason you do want to see that, go to the Debate Fuel uh, group, join it, and look through the different postings. I did get a chance to uh, post the highlights of it. It was, yeah, it was interesting. All right, that concludes your AAA MMA report for the week. Uh, just as a side note, there are some upcoming UFC events. Uh, yes, uh, the, though the world is just taken by storm, uh, no pun intended, uh, with the things that are going on in Texas. But uh, the money fight has taken over everything when it comes to combat sports. Uh, there are some UFC fights that will be taking place as early as next Saturday. As a matter of fact, uh, Stefan Struve will be taking on Alexander Volkov on next Saturday in Rotterdam. And I'll have more information about those fights next week. And UFC 215 will take place the following week, which will have two, counted two title fights on it. Uh, the stare downs for both UFC 215 and 216 took place this past Thursday. El Kakui and the Motown Phenom, when they had their stare down, it got testy, it got chippy, they were going back and forth at each other. Uh, the Motown Phenom had on a pastel Adidas tracksuit. You gotta go watch it to see it. It's just, yeah, it's, it's interesting. Anyway, uh, they went at it, and you knew that they were because they both uh, like to talk a lot of smack, and uh, it was entertaining. It was entertaining. Bullet Shevchenko kept the champ, Amanda Nunes, at arm's length. I mean, literally, her fist was out. I was like, don't come near me. Don't get close to me because you played me last time. We were supposed to fight, and then you called out sick, and nobody knows why. You said you, your 
sinuses were stopped up, but you fought with bad sinuses before, fight me. You're scared. So she kept her at arm's length while Mighty Mouse and Borg, they just shook hands, which is like so Mighty Mouse. Anyway, it's your man, The Voice, with Trackstar Sports, sounding off. On Tuesday night, the seventh episode of Dana White's Contender Series took place in the tough gym and Jordan Espinoza and Nick Urso kicked off the fight card with just outstanding action. These guys were going back and forth at each other. They already had beef because they'd fought once before due to some Twitter beef in New Mexico. Uh, the fight ended in a no contest uh, due to some illegal strikes, but Jordan Espinoza left no doubt this time. Came in, finished him off with a darts choke in the first round, put Nick Urso to sleep. Then Mike Santiago knocked out Mark Chirico in the first round. Uh, after that, Joby Sanchez came back. This is the second time that he has fought in the Dana White Contender Series. Uh, came back and won by knockout, defeating J.P. Byes. And since he won the fight and fought this for the second time, Dana White gave him the contract. The other contract went to Benito Lopez, who had a knockdown drag out fight with Steve Peterson. If you are a Fight Pass subscriber, you need to go back and watch that fight. You will not be disappointed whatsoever. Uh, the final fight was a dud, uh, I have to say, uh, but my man, the Nigerian Kennedy in, yeah, Kennedy in. I'm not even going to try his name. Uh, and I am Nigerian, but I'm not going to try it. He defeated Anton Burzin by split decision. Bellator 182 took place this Friday, the day before the money fight. And it was headlined by former champion Andre Koreshkov versus Anthony Chitty Chitty Bang Bang Injikawani. Uh, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang is a Nigerian, so of course I'm rooting for him because your man, the voice, is Nigerian as well. However, the former champion TKO'd Njikawanu in the first round and gave him his first loss since joining Bellator. Fernando Gonzalez submitted Brendan Ward with a guillotine choke in the co-main event, and the voice's marquee matchup for this card was AJ McKee versus Blair Tugman. Told you guys about it last week. And AJ McKee keeps his unbeaten streak going with a unanimous decision win. Now, for the undercard, I didn't get a chance to share my marquee matchup or a number of the names. I mean, there's a lot of people on this undercard that had uh, significant names, people who uh, have fought in Invicta and in the UFC and a number of other places and have headlined Bellator cards were on the undercard. And the fight I was most interested in was Georgie Karhanian, uh, who was the WSOF featherweight champion taking on UFC vet Noah Lahat. And 
Karhanian won by TKO uh, via a doctor's stoppage. That stopped Lahat's undefeated streak in Bellator. So that's why that was my marquee matchup for the undercard. Last but not least, giving you guys a little information about the Arlene Blenko Sinead Kavanaugh fight. Sinead Kavanaugh lost by split decision. What makes this fight notable is that Sinead Kavanaugh is a teammate of Conor McGregor's. I believe Conor's coach was in her corner for the fight, uh, but she did not win. And she was taking on a boxing champion in Arlene Blanco. So I don't know if you uh, subscribe to Omens or not, but uh, if you're pulling for McGregor and you're using this as an Omen, probably not looking too good for the Notorious. Again, it's your man, The Voice, with Trackstar Sports covering MMA. And you can stay up with everything that Trackstar Sports is doing. You can follow us on Facebook by either liking the Trackstar Sports page. And if you want to join the debate and talk a little sports with us, then request to join the Debate Fuel group. And uh, we have a lot of lively discussions there. Also, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Debate Fuel. Again, it's your man, The Voice, sounding off. The money fight takes place in just a few hours. And both fighters came in below the 154-pound limit set for the fight. Kind of came in at a ready 153 while Floyd came in at 149 pounds. There's no title on the line for this fight outside of bragging rights. However, the WBC created a jewel encrusted alligator skin belt for the fight. And the belt alone speaks volumes about both Individuals. I mean, it matches their whole persona of money and fine things. Uh, it's a beautiful belt and it fits. Now, the main card consists of Andrew Tabidi, who's undefeated at 14 and 0 from the U.S., fighting Steve Cunningham, also from the U.S., with a 29 8 and 1 record. My pick for that fight is Steve Cunningham. He's got the experience, and I think he's going to win. This fight is for the USBA Cruiserweight title. Nathan Cleverly from Great Britain with a 30-3 record will be taking on Balu Jack out of Sweden with a 21-1-2 record. They will be fighting for the WBA light heavyweight title. This is going to be a really good fight, and it's the voices marquee matchup for the main card. Whew, it's really a pick 'em fight. Uh, if I had to pick anyone, I'm gonna lean with Badu Jack. Javante Davis, 18 and 0 out of the U.S., undefeated, will be taking on Francisco Fonseca, who is 19 0 and 1 for the IBF super featherweight title and I'm going with Javante Davis for that fight and then of course 
the main event. Floyd Money Mayweather, undefeated, 49 and 0 out of the U.S., takes on the pride of Ireland, the notorious Conor McGregor, who's making his boxing debut. This will be contested at light middleweight again. It's 154 pound limit, which both of them came in well under the amount. As far as who I'm picking for the fight, that's a difficult one for me. Now, since and rationale says you go with the fighter who has never lost, the person who's arguably the best fighter ever, the best boxer ever, definitely the best boxer of his generation, which is Floyd Mayweather, which is where I'm going. I'm going with my mind. I'm not going with my heart. However, I'm really torn because Conor McGregor has made a fool out of me and my predictions and reality and what Ever convention says by beating people he was not supposed to beat. So, in the words of the last person to defeat Conor McGregor, if Conor were to win, I'm not surprised. So, that is my take on the fights. It's your man, the voice, sounding off.